you're a kid when you ask what's an issue it is something you look forward to primarily an excess story to your recent favorite gradually the meaning deepens and darkens much like innocence maybe you live life to an extent that you forget about the issue you were told while gradually developing some of your own and that is when it hits you've grown up hi guys you're listening to rajat kumar and i'm back with a new episode on my podcast the lucid dreamers and today we have another writer what can i tell you guys i just love talking to writers they i love the way they look at world i, I love the way they look at things around them today we are not just talking to a writer i mean she is not just a writer she is a final year postgraduate student specializing in advertising and corporate communications she is an avid reader and blogger with a keen interest in thrillers Previously she has also been nominated for the Young Women Achievers Award for her contribution to society by Hindustan Times. For the last 7 years she has been writing stories and poems for children. She is the author of Reality Bites, a compilation of poems, stories and prose for the youngsters of today. And she is Shruti Mehrotra. So today with Shruti I'm going to talk about the issues that she faced while writing the book the motivations behind writing her book called reality bites and it was candid it was heartfelt it was fun it was a lot of fun and i had some takeaways for me from that i hope you all can find something for yourself sit back relax and enjoy the interview i'll see you all on the other side with the book recommendation and the film recommendation cheers By the way guys the poem that i just read in the beginning of this segment is also written by shruti and the name of the poem is issues Welcome Shruti welcome to my podcast the lucid dreamers i am very excited to have you on board with this episode and congratulations on your book and thank you for having me here my pleasure all the pleasure is mine thank you for uh, you know uh, agreeing to do this and tell me about the book tell me about the book in a way that um, how 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 it came to you how the idea came to you and tell me about your upbringing and how you grew up you know in in a society like india how it uh, inspired you in a way how it molded you to write a book Okay, so the farthest memory that I have of childhood uh, related to literature is uh, of my mom narrating me stories like uh, Cinderella and Rapunzel and falling asleep before me, and I used to just flicker through the pages right. and wonder what do these words mean actually. So after <laughs> some time, I just got bored of my mom, you know, dozing off before me, and I started just you know seeing the pictures I used to fantasize that maybe this happens next, this happen next. and uh, that is what right. got me interested into reading and uh, okay yeah i have had a wonderful set of english teachers and i'm really really thankful to them for you know bridging the gap between my mom sleeping off and they're there awake and narrating <laughs> the stories back in school to me so that has been Absolutely. yeah that has been very important in my passion towards writing and uh, I remember uh, my library teacher telling me that you know it's good to start journaling like you guys are in class 2 3 and you know how to write you know how to vent so it's right, okay right. to start journaling i started journaling which later led on to blogs when i was in class 6th or 7th my wow. dad uh, 
yeah my dad really pushed me and said you know you're a big girl now why don't you have your own wordpress account and very has, nice yeah yeah he has been quite adamant on having a social presence since i was like maybe in class 5 or 6 something like that so your dad yeah, sounds I, like he's he was always ahead of his time you know and yeah. that was a big advantage for you that was a big push for you in a way definitely yeah in that line of thought i got my first facebook account also when i was in class 5 like much <laughs> to my mom's grumbling and anger i had it in class 5 so that is also from where a lot of stories start but yeah back to the blogs i started writing when i was in 7th it started right. with wordpress and uh, it went on i used to use that platform in ways to connect with people who have similar opinions so right. even at that time the blogging community was building and i could see that there were a lot of reactions to what i wrote and uh, mm. for someone who's just in 7th 8th grade a person coming out from nowhere and telling me that you know this is really amazing it shook me what you've written and right. uh, someone from france approached me once and we connected and they ended up sending me a box of chopsticks something like wow. that wow um, yeah. what would you write about what would you write about in general on your blog okay on blog there were stories uh, regarding a lot of social issues like okay. uh, female infanticide and there were some about revolving around mental health there were some stories about friendship fictional so, stories or real stories but you- yeah फिर Uh, that's a funny question so during exams i used to go forward with the short answers and then right. have the time of my life writing long stories <laughs> which i knew would <laughs> impress my teachers and i would right. give all my time into writing and bring my imagination to paper in those long answers and so in a uh, way you you knew you were gifted with the writing thing yeah i could impress <laughs> i <laughs> I I think I developed it and I also had the skill uh, from the very beginning to do something like this. So right, it's right. a mixture of both I feel yeah. So this was your school this was your schooling and how you were introduced to internet and writing for a blog. How was your experience uh, growing up in a college in a junior college undergrad where you were already in a way you know you had uh, you know you had established your presence on the internet for you and for people around you and you were in a way you you know once you start writing for a few years you know you have developed a way you've developed a channel where you you know your thoughts find a way to to the screen or to the paper so how is that experience once you found yourself to be a little matured when you were in uh, undergrad or when you were in junior college okay so for my undergrad i did english honors and uh, i went there with a the mature mindset but when i sat in the class it really shook me because there was so much that i did not know and it gave me a wide perspective on a lot of things and right. um, we studied gender studies we in which we addressed issues like uh, we read books like the second sex 
which uh, actually throws light on how you know women this is a male centric world and how women right. should uh, gain back their uh, control and power so all of this plus uh, we talked about uh, gayatri spivak's essay and all of these things you know really got me thinking and uh, there i was thinking i was a mature girl uh, with a heart <laughs> to change the world <laughs> and right. write uh, blogs but uh, yeah english honors gave me perspective and uh, that is when i also gained the confidence to come up with this book all so, right yeah i think that was the edge that i needed to have a belief in myself right and, right right uh, take care of it yeah so okay tell me one thing like i am a student of commerce I, and before that i was a student of science and now that i'm in a i'm in the field of filmmaking and uh, and acting and literature is kind of our base because uh, literature and history the history of arts the history of acting the history of filmmaking you know you kind of read all of that to pictureize and you know gain perspective from the past to create new ideas for future right i could never go to an arts college and i always wanted to choose arts uh, you know when i think back you know in retrospect i always wanted to choose arts but you know at that time it was a taboo when i was growing up so one couldn't even think of that so tell me how was the culture of you know of uh, of english honors of your college how were the students like how were the teachers like were they interested in doing what they wanted or they were just like an engineering college where you know 10 out of 90 students want to do what they want the other 80 are just there because the parents have forced them to or society has forced mm-hmm. them to tell me how the environment was okay um, i can describe them as a class of rebels maybe a lot wow. of them had come from their homes you know fighting that no english is my passion i want to do english honors Right. and uh, some were really uh, pushed by their parents that you know if nothing you can do arts and arts may english honors is good enough it's respectable but this class of rebels was uh, really you know uh, tough we had opinions we had a lot to say on everything there was never you know this pin drop silence which we used to hear in school and mm. we were always chattering we had so much to share we had so many stories to come up with like i remember a friend telling me a story of um, how uh, she was traveling in local bus uh, there right. bmtc in bangalore and uh, she saw this girl carrying uh, there was a fish in water in a pot what we say and she was just wondering that you no know, what's the story behind this so she went and spoke to her and that girl told her that my grandmother is the one who gifted me and it's one of the last days so i'm going to gift her this you know fish back Oh, so something so as thoughtful. deep as that yeah wow. it is very thoughtful so stories like these would come up in class and there was a platform we got this platform we got this uh, agency to share the stories that we had right. from everyday life as well as our childhood right right so uh, yeah we were encouraged to speak up and there was nothing like you know this is irrelevant everything that we said was relevant and exactly by mm. the teachers everything is art like you can't disown anything by saying it's stupid or irrelevant everything right. is and yeah. in that way none of the st- like uh, no students self esteem can be hurt in a way because everything any student who says anything can have a different meaning or can have some meaning as compared to uh, uh, any te- uh, technical course where are kya bol raha he doesn't know pad ke nahi aaya or anything you know it doesn't have brains or anything you know yeah, people are bullied but that's why i wanted to know how the culture was it it 
sounds like uh, you know the mental image that has cre- you know that is already created in my mind looks like a film like you know how we see movie like children standing mm. i mean not children students standing in the corner talking about stuff that is happening in the society and you know stuff that needs to happen stuff like that you, right. you said it right it was like rebellions you know it was like a, a what did you say is to say it again a class of rebels <laughs> yeah it was a class of rebels that's yeah. fantastic okay i also feel that this uh, hearing this should you know give other uh, our audience the agency to you know go forward to fulfill their passion because if right. it is english like they shouldn't stop by because what their parents are saying or what their relative is coming up with if they right. really like it this is what it looks like and i'm not painting a picture it's the reality so right. uh, yeah i also remember there was this one ancient history class where we had to dress up and come and say a few dialogues of our um, leaders wow so, uh, i would have yeah, loved to do was... that i would i would have loved to be there oh god yeah, yeah. there was some ancient history if i am recalling right uh, something like that so we actually saw people coming up with turbans and mimicking our leaders and making it sound like you know we are the change makers of today and we were graded wow. on that that was our mid semester exam and what so, did you do how uh, who did you become i i think i became rani lakshmi bai <laughs> nice yeah i nice. wore a saree and i had gone in and yeah said a few lines so it went well right so shruti let's talk about the stuff that you know inspired you when you were young stuff that inspired you when you were in undergrad and stuff you know uh, any news that you saw online any uh, any incident any uh, incident that you saw in a film or, or internet or on the news that inspired you to write and that you know that made you think that this is really unfair and somebody needs to talk about it in the right way you know somebody needs to address it in the right way talk about that how was that what what clicked in your mind what what was the trigger behind the writing mm-hmm. part yeah so i think writing poems i started when i was uh, really young maybe in class 5 or 6 and uh, i i'm not very sure but i think it started with uh, me writing cards for my best friend and uh, <laughs> i was i'm from an all girls school and right. we used to you know just do any form of creativity that we could come across she used to design and color and i used to use my words to just wow. make her day or make her happy and right. we had these uh, craft classes where we actually had to make cards and write in them we also there was a time when we wrote letters to each other and posted them while being in wow. the same city the entire wow. class had this activity so uh, things like these you know actually uh, get us to writing and that is the first part of trying to put our thoughts to paper All then right. gradually when i uh, became i i think i turned uh, 13 or 14 that is when uh, i started reading a lot i read uh, a lot of novels i started picking up anything that uh, you know piqued my interest like i right. remember the first story that i read was heidi and uh, it talks about a little girl who is uh, separated from her grandfather and it's earlier the parents and then the grandfather she's taken back to her uh, mother in some other country and right. it, you know just brought in me this turmoil of emotions and i was i could feel everything that was happening in the book and i remember wow. i read it so many times that the first two pages were etched in my mind i could just uh, read them <laughs> aloud without having to use the book 
right and there so, are some books you know that leave an imprint and when was this yeah. uh, how how old were you this was class 5 or 6 that old, is like, when so almost 10 11 years old all right yeah 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 so uh, yeah i started writing uh, poems you know regarding this about everything that stirred my emotional stability <laughs> or right. uh, things that got me thinking and uh, class 11th was the time where i received an offer from a children's magazine to uh, write poems for them because uh, right. i used to like the you know sound of rhyming words and uh, that used to get me going and mm-hmm. it was like you know moment of pride for me are wow this match or rhyme with this word so right <laughs> what started as a game primarily right. for me became a work like i actually used to get a stipend for that in class that's 11. how it should be it should be that's yeah. how it should be right mm-hmm. ideally right yeah, so definitely so yeah it then became uh, this work that i did and uh, there were a lot of my poems that were published in this magazine called primary plus and this went on till i uh, graduated from english honors wow and uh, for so right from the years. age of 10 yeah right from right hmm. from no, the age when you were 10 then. Oh, you were in 11th yeah, then i was then. 11 yeah all right so from all the 11th. way from junior college till undergrad graduation yeah fantastic yes. so almost 5 uh, years you, one can say mm-hmm. so Brilliant. that is also the time i took up uh, writing stories about social issues about gender equality i actually you know people talk about how uh, there shouldn't be this man in shining armor we should be our own you know prince and right. save ourselves so right. i actually got the opportunity to bring these down to paper and make the children of today read them and uh, make their own opinions and uh, Absolutely. affect the world that in the way they should so yeah all right and you also mentioned that you started journaling from quite a young age right and i am like i am trying to uh, do it i've been trying to do it since last uh, month i should say like i always wanted to do uh, i always wanted to <clears throat> write journals and i i read uh, read about a lot of uh, psychologists talking about it that you know uh, you a person who feels a lot of things but doesn't know how to express them or you know everybody goes through ups and downs and it's not always possible to talk to the right person it's not about talking to someone it is about talking to the right person so uh, one can always write down their thoughts and stuff that they want and stuff that they need and stuff that is going on with them so you know i found that it is cathartic in a way to write uh, a journal for yourself or about anything but majorly for yourself that how that is how it has been for me but it is not so easy it is not easy yes. to sit down every night and because you have to build a pattern in in your life to sit down and write your journals but how was it for you how was it for you mm-hmm. because you started from quite a young age which is right. exciting and which is great to imagine so how was your experience journaling do you still do it not that much anymore although i hate to say it and that right. is the reason you know from maybe uh, next week i am going to try my hand i have the journal right beside my bed table waiting to you know <laughs> just get its pages filled right. and uh, yeah maybe uh, i was also you know really obsessed with the color pink so one thing that i have done since childhood was uh, write in a pink journal a cover uh, a pink cover journal and wow. uh, with right. a pink pen So if I don't have a pink pen I don't write. Wow. And, uh, so I assume you have a collection of uh, like uh, like 20 25 pink pens at home? Yes, definitely. And right now they've all dried up and that is one reason that is 
<laughs> delaying my uh, back to you know scribbling days right. but uh, yeah i have ordered some from amazon and as soon as they reach me i'm going to get back at it <laughs> so you're planning so, to start uh, journaling again yeah even uh, like make getting uh, more used to you know blogging again because uh, i started interning at an ad agency a few months back and right. before that i was interning at this health and wellness startup writing right. uh, being a copywriter handling the marketing communication so Brilliant. i didn't really get time for myself basically to right. actually write or do something that i used to right so right right i have taken and- a one month break and i'm going to do everything Yeah. So, uh, have you ever felt this because you have experience? Uh, you know, you have your experience in writing, the kind of experience that you have since so many years. I have felt this that uh, sometimes when I start to write something. So, I'll give you two situations, right? The first situation is about self journaling. That suppose if I want to write something that has been happening to myself, there are so many days that I I know the journal is right there in front of me. I know I can just I can write it down if I want it. But there's this person in me who's stopping me because I am scared of what what I'll write. I'm scared of what thoughts I'll you know uh, that uh, the thoughts that will come to my mind. And it's easy to just ignore them and to you know live with it every day. But some it, but you know one doesn't realize that it it is piling up. Uh, you know it is piling on. So. did you ever feel that that you know uh, the the defense mechanism inside you acting upon you know that don't write this in a way stopping you to write it mm-hmm. um not really that hasn't been the case with me because i have been a really expressive person throughout my life i right. don't usually hide my emotions whatever it is it either comes out through my face or my words right But, right right uh, that is one thing uh, i either you know talk to someone and that is my way of venting out emotions i i right. write or um, i just uh, i don't know talking to a friend writing or maybe putting it out there online in some way of a poem i have a page uh, which actually has some poems on it i have published right. some of my poems and even you know terrible tiny tales is a great platform where you can right. actually share your poems and they might get shared as well with others right 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 so uh, i i use any of these three platforms to vent out my emotions and i don't want to get to the phase where you know everything is just building up building up and then right. there's a breakdown so right, i try right, to right. avoid that and uh, yeah. make sure that the venting part happens timely <laughs> so basically i am the weird one between two of us but it's okay uh, and the other part is that uh, this is about creative writing that you want to write about something and you have thoughts again the same thing like you have uh, you have your ideas you know already and but the moment you start writing sometimes it just happens that wo aata nahi you know the trigger the trigger that you want because i think for me it is like a it is like a tap that i have to uh, you know i have to वो नल चालू करना पड़ता है Yeah, it has actually, and um, I just try to have a change of perspective, a change of place, and right. uh, looking around, getting more inspiration, uh, reading blogs, reading people's stories, and you know anything can like tick me and inspire me to start writing again. So that is how I deal with it. 
so talking about inspiration talking about uh, writers or poets who inspired you name some who inspired you in general when you were young or when you were growing up because as we grow up different writers we are introduced to different writers and different kinds of writing you know right. so talk about that journey when you were young and when you grew up what kind of poets and what kind of writers inspired you okay so i was that kid who used to bunk classes and go hide in the library so i used to... <laughs> i can't even imagine that <laughs> god <laughs> right because reading was my passion stories have yeah. always intrigued me and that was my you know right. safe space in the school the totally. time yeah. that we had and uh, yeah i started with uh, poems started with ruskin bond okay and, uh, uh, right. i remember reading a lot of his poems just sitting in a corner with you know in my own space in my own zone and loving right then right. Um, right. it was uh, Uh, yeah i think he was there for quite a long time and raskin bond has inspired an entire generation i must say right. then i switched to stories and uh, didn't really stick much to poems and uh, i think uh, when i entered college a friend introduced me to sara k and uh, right. that just opened another chapter in my life like i just couldn't imagine right. how beautiful her poetry is like uh, right. read about one once of her school principal then there's one talking about when love arrives and uh, i have seen that on youtube i was just uh, bowled over by that video yeah yeah it's, it's not just sara k you also like sara and phil or just sara k uh primarily sara k but uh, yeah together they make uh, a great great pair so right definitely. they perform together but they write separate is is that it they yeah i think so okay i've seen that so, i went to see one of their performances actually in bangalore I, What are you saying? Yeah. So when was this? Which year? This was in 2019. Oh, recently. So Sara and Phil K were in India recently. Yeah. That means that they have quite a fan base in India. Right. Uh, the oh. entire auditorium was booked, and uh, I just wanted to, you know, make it there on time. Even though right. the uh, what you say, the recital started around. Uh, Nineish, I uh, sort of lied to my parents, sneaked out of my hostel, and went to watch them because that was my <laughs> obsession and passion towards them. And obviously, my right. parents wouldn't understand. Like I'm leaving that late, and I was exactly to tell them when I'll come back. <laughs> so, um, but still, I don't know what it was. My mom got a call from my warden, and the story came out that I wasn't in my hostel. My mother, oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, that night I was really, really troubled. I didn't know what's going on. That was the first time I was getting caught red-handed. <laughs> right, right, right. One could have gone to a psychedelic concert, and one could have gone to a Phil uh, and Sarah K concert. There's, <laughs> uh, they are like worlds apart. But for a parent, that bo- both of them can be the same thing. Right, as right? long as the kid doesn't uh, return by nine p.m. <laughs> right, right. That is a struggle all in itself in India. Right. Yeah. So I feel bad for you, but so but you enjoyed it, didn't you? <laughs> the kind of was it? I was in. I definitely enjoyed the concert, the recital, not the concert. So right. the phase that I was in, I went to Burger King. I kept the poster that was autographed by Sarah and Phil K. And I spoke wow. to my mom. My mom gave me a good thrashing on the phone, and right. uh, I was so disheartened that I totally forgot that I've kept the signed poster. on the table and just left burger king without it oh no and oh god that is one heart wrenching story of my life oh god that that could have been like one of the best souvenirs 
you know let's get to the point let's get to the main point why you're here let's get to the reason behind your uh, you know uh, your appearance i must say on this podcast uh, the book reality bites which i am eagerly waiting to read but i have read some of it uh, courtesy you again that uh, stuff that you sent me please please in your way talk about the book talk about the book uh, why you wrote it and how was your experience writing it and your experience publishing the book so uh, starting with how i started writing it um, it is basically a compilation of most of my blog posts that i have earlier described i had been writing since i was in grade 6 7 i right, um, right. this is uh, basically a story and uh, mixed with poems to you know make an impact there to help people understand that what goes on in the mind of a 13 or 14 year old and as you progress right. through the pages you will uh, come across social issues that are described in a very simple way that even you know if there's a girl in class 6th or 5th will read and understand and will resonate with what there is written and right. um, it is a way to make a small impact in you know in my audience whoever reads it and right. uh, make sure that the stories actually resonate with them and even if they don't they should you know maybe anger them maybe put them to unrest but invoke some feelings that right, will absolutely. make them go and maybe research about it talk about it or even just think about it so absolutely right yes this is a chance for me to make sure that the readers of my book are uh, really you know feeling something like in this world that we are sitting in today people right. lack, they think they lack emotions they can't you know think right when they're in certain phase certain situation looking for a distraction so maybe my stories or my poems will help them feel something that is absolutely cool. absolutely i mean okay quickly in one sentence or in a short way tell me because i know i want the readers and i wanted for myself to read the book and understand but now that you've written it tell me what what is happening in the mind of a 13 14 year old how is a 13 14 year old perceiving the world because that is leading that 13 14 year old to write about it and write a book so what was happening inside your mind when you were 13 14 year old so uh, as far as i recall it is uh, a tug of war between your friends and your parents and right. you're like <laughs> holding it in between that the rope shouldn't break right so, <laughs> I think that's an apt description of um, what will follow in the book. My topics have changed over time. Like when I started my graduation, I uh, got back to writing poetry because I had this amazing poetry teacher. We had a course on introduction to poetry, and okay. there she taught us free verse. She taught us how to vent our feelings in rhythms, and uh, that is what I've done. I, that is interesting. Venting your feeling in rhythm. Rhythms, right? Wow! Wow! <laughs> right. I would love to learn that someday. Okay. Yeah, that that's amazing. So we had these books on poetry, and you know, a person, an outsider or person who doesn't isn't much interested in art or something will say that what's a book about poetry? Why are you learning poetry? But there's so much. It's a whole world. You open your gates to thought, imagination, and everything that falls in between. So absolutely, and also with your emotional maturity, once. yes a 13 14 year old is also emotionally matured but once you are in undergrad the maturity is on a different level so your writing also uh, you know the maturity in your writing also increases right yes. so you must have experienced that for yourself too totally like you know i like to think 
that uh, you are never the person that you were two years ago. So, Absolutely. Not even like maybe a year ago, but the thought process changes, the way you interact with people changes. There is an absolute change in uh, how you see people as well. So, uh, right. what I wrote when I was thirteen is definitely different from what I write today. But mm-hmm. uh, I think the purpose of making people feel something remains the same. Right. And how was your experience publishing the book? Going to finding the right kind of publisher and you know doing everything yourself. And did anyone guide you? Did you uh, approach your teachers or anything? How was it? I had my father's guidance throughout it, and oh, had... <laughs> amazing again. Yeah. Right. So uh, he was there with me through every step. We got editors to help me out, and uh, it uh, took me around almost a year again to not a year but six seven months to make sure that the entire process is streamlined. So it right. required a lot of patience. It required a lot of revisions, but hmm. uh, even the name of it was finalized at the very end. Uh, the name and the cover and reality right. is something that I need my book because. I try to, you know, flash the reality right in my readers' faces, even if they don't like it. Like I said, it's just right. for their emotions. <laughs> but, um, right. It is. Uh, I did not want to make it really harsh by saying B I T E S. So it is B I T E S because these are like knowledge units, and um, right, right. Just trying their best to make a change. All right. Um... Do you want to do one thing? Uh, do you want to read uh, any part of the book that you really like, and you know which you think can act as a nice teaser? You know, if not in a commercial way, but in a way that you know that will make the person who's listening to this, you know, that will create an intrigue in them. So um, there's one poem which I wrote, and uh, the muse of it was one of my family friends, because of whom you know there was a lot of turmoil in the entire family. And that right. inspired me to write a liquid in a bottle. That's the title. And here wow. it is. Came home with her smell, her talk, and her pride. Nobody knew how he still could write. One, two, three, and the count was lost. Blinking at the barman, he took another shot. Days passed, but his habit didn't. He stuck to her like a bee on a sting. Drowned in her essence, he renounced his world. Went away from family and friends as soon as she took entrance in his world. His love for her exceeded the threat of death, and raptured by the liquid in the bottle, which was nothing but a cold threat. Wow! I could literally picture the man. It it creates a you know it creates a dark image about uh, alcoholism in a way, and brilliant. And what is the other thing that you want to read? So uh, this is one thing that I'd like to read out to my uh, readers out there, and uh, I hope this. Uh, Somehow convinces you that this book is here to make a change, and here it goes. Catering to households which are different in their own spectacular ways, where tales and poems intervene to produce prose, for a place which is a dangerous escape, the world of poetry opens its gates. Amidst the pages, this work serves the purpose of giving a voice and sharing one. You can relate to it, detest it, and accept it too. Subjected to multiple perspectives. This work welcomes individualistic view. So yes, this is how it goes. Wow, it was like music to my ears. You you read you read it very well also, and I think you should definitely you pursue not pursue but try uh, you know performing your poems as well if you feel like. <laughs> That's a because, great compliment. Yeah. Yes, this was very well read. I could literally feel what you were saying. 
so one thing uh, that i wanted to talk about and uh, i have no shame in admitting that you were the one who mentioned that we should talk about it mm-hmm. is that uh, writing for yourself and writing for oh. others what do you feel about it uh, uh, and talk about it uh, pertaining to your book as well how much for it is for yourself and how much is how much of it is for others okay so writing for myself that is how it all started like i mentioned earlier it started with journals and gradually i realized that no it's not just my voice but there are a lot of other people who are getting influenced by what i'm writing by what i say and uh, that is how a story gets shared primarily right so uh, that is how i started writing for self and then this is an art which is within me and uh, i brought it out through my work when i uh, signed up for that kids magazine i wrote stories and that was how i wrote for others i tried to influence children okay. and okay. Uh, i went forward and that is when i also got to know that you know you can't really have ownership of your work until uh, like when you happen to uh, share it with the world you lose your ownership it is entirely dependent on your reader to interpret it in whatever way he or she wants to or basically right. they want to so right, right. your writing is your writing till you have it in your pages till you have it in your own laptop your document and when you press the uh, publish button it is out there for people to interpret it's out there for people to understand it becomes there absolutely there. absolutely so uh, Yes, most of my work that's published including my book which is out there, I feel that it is writing for others. Writing for self is uh, only in my journal. Do you want to give a glimpse of what you're writing next or what you want to do next? Yeah. Um okay, so I'm really interested in murder mysteries and thrillers. So <laughs> the next thing nice. you can expect is maybe a novel based on something like this. Yeah I mean I am pretty excited for the second book as well because I've read some of the uh, poems and some of the chapters from your book and I you know there's a lot of depth to it so I can only imagine uh, how that other book would be anyway I mean I'm very excited for this book to arrive and uh, the book is available on Amazon I would request everyone to check it out and thank you so much for uh, you know agreeing to do this and I'm really excited for you and the next book that you're going to write and I hope it's a fulfilling journey as I hope this one was this book was definitely and I really hope that this is one of just you know the many podcasts that we'll be having in the future yes so, i would love to have you back here again you know with with another book and another thing that you've come up with that is a great idea that you just said yeah absolutely thank you so much rajan for having me here it was wonderful talking to you and it just you know rekindled me with writing like as i told you i ordered my set of pens ஒன்ஸ்டாண்டிங்ஸ்ட்ரீங்ஸ்ட்ரீங்ஸ்ட்ரீங்ஸ்ட்ரீங்ஸ்ட்ரீங்ஸ்ட்ரீங்ஸ
that she was really level headed and she is a born storyteller and that is one of the main reasons why i urge you all to read her book reality bites it is a, it is available on amazon please order it and get it delivered and it's not very expensive it's a good book to read and there's a lot of virtue in that book so i urge you all again to order the book and give it a read if you like the book then please give a shout out to shruti on her instagram her instagram handle is mentioned in the details of this episode so please check her out please check the book out and let me know so that was the book recommendation for today about the movie recommendation i have a lot of options for you all i didn't particularly wanted to choose a commercial option because that is available for all so i wanted to focus on on a show or a film that is not seen by everyone but is really interesting somewhat like a hidden gem and so the show that i'll mention today is the komensky method the show is available on netflix it stars the one and only the legendary michael douglas the reason behind recommending this show is that i am majorly a sucker for underdog stories and this show just capitalizes on that but not in a cliched way this is one of the most realistic but unique underdog stories that i've ever seen michael douglas plays an acting coach who years earlier had a brief moment of success as an actor but is now a revered hollywood acting coach the lead characters are old but the treatment is as modern as any other show what makes this show stand out for me is that writers is that the writers very cleverly talk about the learnings of acting through real life situations which makes us realize that we are all actors acting every moment of every day to get into or out of situations the cast is just fantastic and the jazzy background score is like an icing on the cake it is available on netflix and the second season was premiered on 28th may so it is a relatively new show check it out feel free to give me a shout out on my instagram if you like this episode my handle is available in the details of this episode so until next time folks ciao